Welcome to the People of Packaging Podcast. I am so glad you are here. This is Adam Peak. I am your host. You can find me at Packaging Pastor on TikTok or PackagingPastor.com. Listen, this show would not be made possible without some incredible companies and people, including you, our longtime sponsor, Specrite. Specrite wants you to imagine a world without waste. They were just named one of Fast Company's most innovative companies. That is incredible. Packaging is truly amazing. Go learn more at specrite.com, S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T.com. And also our newest sponsor, Spark Packaging. If you need contract to hire support or you're looking to hire directly for industry professionals, Spark Packaging can help. You can go to Spark Packaging Inc. That's S P A R K P A C K A G I N G I N C dot com backslash hiring. And if you're like, I'm driving, I can't write that down. It's cool. It's in the show notes, anyways. Spark Packaging Inc. dot com backslash hiring. They're there to answer your questions, and a team member will reach out ASAP. Whether you talk to Specrite or Spark Packaging, whatever it is, or if you just go to my website, just let them know that I have sent you. Okay. How's that for, that's the shortest, most condensed version that I can get. I'm going to be coming out with some more member only premium content. I've been teasing this for a while. Uh, and make sure that you're signed up at my Substack page as well, building a community of packaging professionals who want to build online together. You can do that at packagingisawesome.com. Okay. Enough. It's been two minutes. Let's get to this next episode. All right. Hey, everybody. We are live on the internet here. Surprise. Uh, I didn't put out on LinkedIn or anything like sign up for the for the thing. Uh, but I'm joined by the thing. That's what this is. That's, that's what they call me sometimes. The, <laughs> so everybody knows uh, I'm not functioning on a lot of sleep um, currently. So this is going to be a really fun interview. It's like the only thing that would make it more interesting is alcohol. Oh, maybe we can wait a few we can, <laughs> uh, we can wait a little bit. Hey, if you're watching this live, can you uh, let let me know in the comments um, if you can hear us? I think you should be able to hear us, but if for some reason you can't, that would be super helpful to know. And uh, also, if you got any questions, um, you know, we're connected to the hotel Wi-Fi, so it might be a little bit choppy. But if you got any questions, please feel free to chime in. You can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, and we're a minute in and I have not introduced my esteemed guest, Sir Charles McLean. Wow. What a title. Is that, uh, that's not your official title? Well, I haven't been knighted yet, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that'll come uh, in the near future, but it's, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you having me on. It's uh, yeah, Charlie McLean uh, with ASL Print Effects. You want me to get into uh, a little bit of an intro with the company and all that right now? Or? Well, first of all, so you know, you are in Canada, as we call it. Yes. Uh, and we have a uh, we have Juma is watching from the UK currently. So, hello, United Fantastic. Kingdom, part of the Commonwealth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe. 
they have an angle on how you could be knighted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Letting you know, you might want to play this one cool. Uh, yeah, so let's, would love to hear a little bit about, you know, kind of yourself and yeah. Yeah. a family company, right? That's right. Yeah, whole... work with my dad, uh, also known as, uh, also goes by the name of Charlie McLean. Um, so I'll just, I'll take you through the company history a little bit. Our company is called uh, ASL PrintFX. Uh, founded in 1965 by a guy named uh, Mike Adam. Small business at the time. Um, played a lot in sort of um, industrial, household product sectors, oil and gas. Um, and then really took off in, in the 90s when pressure-sensitive labels became, became more widespread, more prominent. Uh, so the company experienced some growth then. Uh, and in 2004, when he was nearing retirement age, uh, my dad and his uh, business partners bought the company. Um, came in, uh, so 2004, so what is that? That's uh, 19 years ago, almost now. <laughs> now you're asking me to do math. I know, I, I know. I, the whole I, disclaimer. I, I'm I tired. I into math all of a sudden when I should have avoided Jeez, it. Jeez, what's, it's times pi, I think. It's 3.14. Yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they came in in, uh, in 2004, uh, rebranded um, pretty quickly, uh, and retooled. Uh, they really wanted to get into the high embellishment uh, area of, of, of print and and really go after a lot of the wine and spirits markets that are there. So that's what they've been doing. I've uh, been fairly successful at it over the last number of years. Uh, myself, uh, spent most of my career in uh, consumer packaged goods, working for companies like Coca-Cola, Kraft Heinz, uh, McCain Foods. Uh, and then as my dad and his partners started to, I guess, get a little older and, and you know, be interested in, in maybe other things in their lives, uh, we started talking about succession. So um, discussed things for about a year or two. And in 2018, uh, joined the company, which was very exciting to me, a, a huge learning curve coming from a coming from a different industry. Right. Uh, but the last four to five years have been incredibly rewarding for me, uh, both professionally, learning a new career, uh, new industry at this stage, uh, and also working with debt been incredibly rewarding uh personally as well so it's it's gone really well and uh you know very excited about the last few years but about the future as well so uh i will say you know i got to interact with with you and your father just a little bit in was that in phoenix i think it, oh we met in chicago no chicago originally. Yeah. yeah i was in yeah, chicago and uh you both have such a fun dynamic i can tell like i'm sure that you've argued <laughs> it happens. It I'm happens. not saying that you've not argued yeah. or that things haven't been difficult, but you can tell there's there's a there's a love and a respect there yeah. between both of you that um, I think is really is really cool. So um, let me let me touch uh, one question on your background. So you kind of uh, you alluded to these small startups, Coke and Kraft Heinz, and yep. not McLean Foods, right? It's McCain Foods. McCain Foods, no, which no is, relation. It's known a little bit more in Canada as a brand, but they do a lot of the frozen potatoes yeah. frozen, uh, down in the U.S. I think they have an office in Chicago. I want to say, yep. is that right? Yep, okay. Correct. Um, so, what was what was your role there? And then maybe talk about how that has prepared you to get into like, do you have to work with labels and packaging? In yeah, so I was I was predominantly on the sales side uh, when I was working in, in, in consumer packaged goods, um, managed um, large retail formats, uh, Loblaws Company Limited, which is the biggest grocery retailer of Canada, managed their business for about the last five or six years of, of my career in CPG. Um, so coming into a 
you know, smaller, medium-sized business, different industry. We have about 90 people, uh, 80 to 90 people in our company. Really tried to bring a bit of the process, you know, of a, of, of a large company without losing um, sort of that, that mid-sized business feel that we had. Um, so it was, it was about bringing in some of, some of what I had learned, um, you know, on the sales side and being part of a large organization and how people interact and, and deal with each other in that, that organization. Um, and then applying it to, to ASL, but a lot of it was was learning. I came in with with things to offer, but but I was you know certainly the first uh, the first couple of years it was it was all about learning for me. Right, right. Yeah. Now it makes a ton of sense. Um, and what is what does ASL stand for? So it used to uh, we the company used to be called All Stick Label. All Stick Label. All Stick Label. And when they rebranded it in two thousand four, they did a bunch of studies and testing and, and decided to kind of keep that that history. Got it. ASL, uh, but wanted to modernize the name. So All Stick Label became ASL PrintFX. Got it. And you have how many locations? So our main facility is in Toronto, Canada, or just north of Toronto. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, It's a great city. You've been there before. Is this a city? It's a city. I, yeah. you know, U.S., like, our geography is like, <laughs> there's just Canada. It's a it's a village north of the border. It's, it's somewhere yeah. near near Vancouver, I think. Well, I'll, 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 I'll talk about some uh, some places you may be a little bit more familiar with. Uh, so our, our, our headquarters is in uh, just north of Toronto, uh, but we have uh, two other facilities, one in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, okay, and then the other one uh, in Napa, California, right in the, the heart of wine country, which obviously aligns with the markets that uh, that we play in. Yeah. So in, uh, you have a facility in North Carolina. It's March Madness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how how much do I mean, do you or do your employees like so I would imagine if you're in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, you probably love college basketball. That's 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 a fair assessment. Probably love Wake Forest, but maybe you came in from, you know, Durham or Raleigh or, you know, Chapel Hill. Right. So uh, is do you have like a March Madness bracket in your company? You know, it's just... it's a small group down there. There's about seven or eight or eight folks. So okay. uh, I'm, if we're going to get into basketball, I'm going to be a little bit out of my depth here. That's fine. I'm, uh, you know, being from the great white north, I'm, I'm more aligned on the hockey side of things. But uh, um, I don't know if there's any pools going on there. But uh, OK, all right. It's a great team. And, you know, <laughs> I figured I'd, I figured I'd, I'd shoot my shot. See what I did there? I, I mean, you know who I met, actually. So the all star, this is I'll connect it and then we'll we'll reel it back. OK. Up. Uh, so the all-star weekend was in Salt Lake city, which yes. is where I live. And I was outside of the celebrity game because, you know, they bring in celebrities and they play a basically a pickup game of basketball and we we're waiting for the bus and I'm there with my son and the super fan from Toronto, the guy oh, was yeah. it 95. Yeah. yeah. Literally, literally a super fan on the so back super of fan yeah. number 95. He just waltzes right in front. Like, it's like me and my son and this guy I was like, Hey, Hey. Hey, he's like, hello, hello. I'm like, I know you don't know me, but this is weird. This is awkward. So you knew him before you saw him. You knew about him. Oh, yeah. I'm a big basketball. He's in the Hall of Fame. Is that right? Is yeah. That right? Yeah. I believe his name is uh, Nav Batia. Oh, see, I and, didn't even and, know his yeah, name. He I owns, so he's uh, super fan. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, so I'm, I might be stretching a little bit here, but I believe he owns a car dealership or a number of car dealerships in Toronto. Okay. And 
I know as of a couple of years ago, his claim of fame is I don't believe he's missed a game. No, he's not. Yes, since yeah. the Toronto Raptors' uh, inception. And I think to the point where they they gave him a, uh, a championship ring when they won the championship. They did. Yeah, back yeah. in was it 2019. Check off uh, that on our podcast live LinkedIn bingo. Like, it's talk about super fan in Toronto. <laughs> okay, so you got Toronto, you've got Napa, you've got Winston-Salem, um, but Toronto is kind of, that's the main facility. that's that's our headquarters it's our main production facility um, really started out of there and then uh, North Carolina probably opened up about 20 25 years ago uh, well before my time and even even my dad's time but it's it's a great operation there uh, and then Napa Napa is really you know we started about five six years ago as a, as a sales office uh, down there wanted to break into the region um and then from there we put down a prototyping machine which has kind of been a big part of how asl has you know worked on business development mm -hmm. is, is is through prototyping um which a lot of converters do now but i think at the time it was it was you know fairly fairly new uh in a way that we could really get in you know more upstream with our customers you know in the, in the design phase we don't do any creative but once you know they have ideas for their for their labels, for their brands, we can use our prototyping equipment to really give them different ideas and not just looking at a brand on screen, but seeing it on paper, seeing it on label, being able to apply it to a bottle. And then from there, um, as we started to grow, our customers told us they'd really like to be able to come to a press approval in Napa if possible. <laughs> you know, they didn't, they didn't they, want to go to they Toronto. They didn't want to fly to Toronto. I mean, maybe once yeah. is okay, but there's a time change and it's a long flight from San Francisco. Um, so we put down a, a Domino inkjet press, a okay. hybrid press down there, uh, probably about four years ago. Um, got our production team rolling, and it's been uh, it's been a bit of a wild ride ever since. You know. So and is it the Domino? Because uh, I know Domino makes their own hybrid press, and then Domino also has like the inkjet engine basically for i think it's mark andy and mps and some yeah others. so it's a it's a domino mps uh that we have down there uh so four flexo stations on it and uh we're able to do really a ton of work i mean almost anything that you can do from a flexo standpoint we, we can do on there yeah uh, and then we have some some finishing equipment with helps with some of the embellishments uh that we do as well so it's been it's been a, an incredible uh, success for us uh we had a bit of a setback during covid um with travel being shut down it was very difficult to get from from canada down to napa so part of our strategy was really um bringing our process to that operation it grew on its own for a while but when it gets to a certain size you like to bring your processes from from your sort of your main locations to those uh those those satellite locations and really you know it was an issue that we called one asl okay. you know it was it was having same culture, same type of production mentality, uh, sales strategy uh, throughout the organization. And, uh, you know, the team down there did an incredible job through those those couple of years where travel was really restricted. But I'd say it 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 slowed our development a little bit. But now that we've been back, it's it's been rock and roll for the last uh, last 12 months, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's really exciting. It's, a, it's an incredible growth engine for us, um, allows us to get very close to customers down there um and even our customers up up north like talking about napa a little bit too right yeah. so it's kind of a it's a fun conversation to have when you're in front of the customer plus 
I mean, having to go to Napa doesn't suck, right? It's I mean, not too bad, just... I'll tell you. I, so I, I, I handle our, our Toronto facility, I, I, and uh, my dad is, uh, we kind of divide and conquer. He's down in Napa a lot of the time. Got it. If you ask him, he'll downplay it. He'll be like, well, you know, it can get, it can get cold down there. Come on. After a couple of days, you know, he likes to use this analogy. He goes, it's like Vegas. He goes, after two or three days, you're ready to go. But I think he's just downplaying it so the rest of us don't get too, don't get too jealous. Okay, listen. To anyone listening or watching, Napa is nothing like Vegas. <laughs> Napa is way nicer than Vegas. You it, can it looks spend a little a different. Lot. It looks a little different. Yeah. Vegas like exhausts you. I mean, Napa may be retired from all the great wine, but like you can hang out in Napa for it's got a like a cute little downtown area. Yeah. Like, well, and, and he does. He does. He doesn't come back after two or three days. Yeah, get out of uh, here. Like I said, I think he's trying to keep uh, the rest of us. Come on, uh, Charlie. Keep our, keep our jealousy in check. Yeah. <laughs> so that's okay. That's awesome. Uh, and the I think I mentioned this to you before the call, but um, so we're here at the TLMI converter meeting, and it was you and um, Tara. Forgot her last name. Um, I know she's from Kentucky. Uh, Steinhauser, right? She's from Steinhauser. And then John Wynn and uh, from Fortis. And one of the things that you had mentioned when I think there was a question about, I think, was it growth or I don't know. I Like I said, I'm really... If you if you tell me the answer, I can tell you the question. The answer was hybrid printing. And so you were kind of hitting, hinting at that with, uh, with the Napa press. Yeah, I didn't touch on it on it too much, but it's it's kind of you know been the direction that we've gone. That's what the question yeah. was. And, and we've traditionally the next been, three to five years. That's what it was. That was it. That was it. What are your what yep. investments are we looking at over the next three to five years? And so we've traditionally been a, a flexo printer. So Mark Andes, Gallus uh, mm -hmm. presses. Uh, and over the last three to four years, uh, starting with the Napa investment, and then we also put an inkjet in our in our main facility up in Toronto. Um, We've really moved that way in terms of technology, and I, and I see that you know that's where the industry is going over the next several years. So we talk about future investments. Um, you know, essentially with a hybrid press, you're going to be able to do everything that, you, yeah. that you're doing with Flexo now. So I think people have made their investments in Flexo, and they'll you know they'll they'll run through the life cycle of of those presses. Um, but really, everybody, uh, even your traditional converters, are, are are looking at hybrid, looking at at inkjet. And I, I brought up the example when we met in Chicago. Yep, um, at Label Expo. You know, yeah, you walk the floor and there there was no conventional presses there. Zero. Right. So it's all it's all inkjet. It's all hybrid. Uh, or digital. I mean, or digital, digital, which which we don't play in so much. We 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 more partner with uh, with with some digital guys uh, who are able to uh, to help us out there. But that's 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 the future of the industry, you know, and that's where it's going. And uh, so we're trying to we're trying to stay on top of it as, as much as possible and, and learn what we can about the technology. And we've got some great partners who are who are educating us and, and helping us take those next steps. Um, and I think, you know, as you look at where a lot of companies are going, I mean, let's let's we can go back to the large sort of CPG or your Cokes or your your your, uh, your crafts of the world. Um, the number of SKUs on shelf are only increasing. Right. Yep. So long setups, long runs with a flexo press. Um, there's still there's still a, a place for that, certainly. Uh, but I think as you look to grow with larger customers, um, you know, you need to be able to do short, more customizable runs. Um, 
And there was even a question if, you know, if you're a smaller printer, I mean, that's, that's absolutely what you want to do, right? You want to be able to get in with either smaller companies or larger companies and start with their smaller brands. And you're going to be able to need to do a lot of those shorter runs. Your setup time's a lot less, um, you know, your waste factor's a lot less. And it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's been a very profitable investment for us. I feel like they, because I've, I've worked now at three companies that have had, have had the hybrid presses, right? And um, from various different manufacturers. And I think the thing that is so great about them has, is that it's not only kind of the being able to be nimble, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can just turn it on and, and run the inkjet, but then for the really color critical brands, you know, you can, you can hit, you know, hit Pantone colors, you can do cold foil on, I mean, it, there's so much power in this, absolutely in this press. Um, and in the format of hybrid, I'm really excited to see that even continue to grow. I, I don't even know if it's in shrink sleeves or flexible films or folding cartons or, you know, but it's like that evolution, I think, of bridging sort of like traditional, whether it's litho, flexo and digital into one press, I think is is really fascinating. I mean, the repeatability of it all, you know, and how that leads to, to quality is, is, was always very appealing to us. Right. You know, once so there's a lot of work to do to, uh, qualify different, different, different materials to make sure you get your colors right with it. But once that formula is set, really, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's very repeatable. Um, yeah. and for us, we found coming off of, of that, that press, our inkjet and our hybrid, um, you know, our quality, our quality standards have gone even higher. Do you find yourself walking around because I do this? Like I'll pick up, and you kind of run your finger over the label, and you're like, "Oh, that's a hybrid. Mm. <laughs> that's a hybrid label right there." I know. Yeah, I know that one. I know yeah, how it feels. Yeah, we have. Uh, make a call there. It looks like I'm calling up ABC Vitamin Company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Sometimes you can tell. That's for sure. And I mean, uh, look, my 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 wife and uh, my my dad's wife. They get tired of going uh, to dinner with us because all we're doing is is running our hands over over wine labels on oh, the yeah. bottle, <laughs> picking away at it, trying oh, to figure man. out what it is. And uh, it's it's an addiction. You know, you get into this industry and you're you're constantly trying to figure out like, okay, how is it? What's the construction that went into this? What kind of material is it? How difficult do you think that was? I don't you know. I don't know. So it's uh, so bad. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's uh, it, it it sometimes dominates the uh, the dinner conversations there. But that's uh, that's okay. That's the it's, nature of the beast. Yeah, I can't even go. I can't go to Costco. I can't go to any store. Well, I see you. Yeah, yeah. You got your phone out too, and you're uh, you're uploading content, and it's just, uh, man, you can't get it off the brain, right? No, so guess... no, <laughs> no. It's actually maybe a more healthy way that I get it off the brain because I can. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make the content, and I'm going to move on instead of like you send it, you put it online, and there it is. So it's out of your head for the most part. Until the next one. Until the next yeah, Until the next day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see with the number of the amount of content that you're uploading it is daily. It's so. it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so uh last question for you. Uh first of all, thanks so much for coming on. Um also want to give a shout out to our guy uh Brandon uh Gomes, who just recently started working with you guys. He I, he and I met up in Toronto. Um he told me to go get some poutine. <laughs> I did it, but I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, which is apparently a bad idea. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But did you find that out afterwards or uh, was that? Uh, well, it was no. just there. <laughs> it was the one I would like looked on my phone. I was like, where do I get poutine? It was like Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm like, I feel like this is like going to get like. It's a bit like of a, a salad a at a Burger King. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> That's right. I don't know if I would have done that, buddy. 
so I got to go back there. Um, but uh, it's it, Brandon's a great dude. Um, thanks for coming on. And and how do people get in touch with you or learn more about what you're doing at? Yeah, well, aslprintfx.com. Uh, check out our website. We're very proud of it. We've got a great uh, marketing team who's, who's been working on that. And hopefully you can find us uh, at the top of the Google search page. We worked a lot on uh, SEO um, over the last few years. If they Google search ASL print effects, I would hope that you're number one. That, that, yeah, good call. Good call. Maybe try some other, some other okay, things all right, uh, all right. in there to see if we're at the top <laughs> of the page. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, and it's incredible. I mean, you've become so well known, you know, with, uh, within the packaging industry. Uh, so it's a real pleasure for me to be on here. And yeah, I think it was in, uh, at TLMI in Phoenix last year where you said, I know a guy, his name's Brandon Gomes. I'm going to put you guys in touch. So we, we did get in touch and, uh, he joined the company, uh, about two, three weeks ago, doing a great job. I think he's still chasing down that, that first sale, but Hey, two, three it's weeks gonna come. Down. That's, 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 that's early on in the process. And he's been, uh, He's been a bolt of energy in our in our company, so uh, so so really happy to have him aboard, and uh, yeah, it's been fantastic being on here. Yeah, for sure. I'll send you my invoice. Great, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought I was doing it the other way around. I was doing it the other way around. Oh yeah, so. no. We'll, we'll just call it a wash. We'll call right. it a wash. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, congrats! You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.